The door opens wide for you. Come on in. Welcome to Here's Hoping, my imaginary coffee shop, where good conversation is always on the menu. In January 2021, Abby Lynn Haskell and I shared a conversation. At the time, the new year was still hip deep in the pandemic. In fact, on the day we sat down together in my virtual coffee shop, 400,000 lives had been lost to the SARS-CoV-2 virus in the U.S. alone. So it was a challenging day to talk about hope. Abby Lynn Haskell is a pastor, sailor, storyteller, and teacher. And in our conversation, we uncovered a lot of beautiful pearls of wisdom. Here is one of them. One of the aspects of Here's Hopin' is, well, it's in the title, it's really kind of figuring out how we can move forward in a way that gives us a chance to look into the future through lenses that are not tinted by our suffering or the pain or the despair that has really been present in the year 2020. We would like for the rest of the 2020s to not be infused by the year 2020. Yep. So here's hoping. And I'm curious, when you hear the word hope, what comes to mind for you? Hope itself, for me, is very fluid. And I remember just being so struck with a newness of understanding hope in a different category um, when I was training for chaplaincy. And I went into the program. It was the Eastern Maine Medical Center, and Reverend Dr. Rex Garrett was the instructor. It was, I was in my young 20s at the time. I think I was 23. And it was very new to be in a hospital environment and to be completely in a new way of connecting with people in a very vulnerable place. And we did lots of reflective work, lots of you know journaling work, lots of role play work. But the biggest thing was coming to grips with hope. And when you would enter into a, a patient's room to be open to understanding that there's a relationship with hope going on there and to realize that hope itself has a fluid nature so there can be a hope that's put out there that's not going to be realistic Mm. but within that coming to grips with what's not realistic there are places where hope becomes that new reset that new way of reforming so that you can embrace the future with with a new uh, sense of courage a new outlook that there is goodness coming that there is something um the despair and hope they 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 really can't they can't live in the same space now grief and hope can live in the same space absolutely Mm. and hope just adds the blessing of a sweet relief to grief and a balancing peace. So, Wow, that sweet relief to grief. Mm. Did I catch that? Yeah. 
Yeah, doesn't it feel like that? That's what hope can bless us with. So there's a lot to grieve. We went into 2020 uh, grieving so much loss and all the losses, wasn't it the truth? All the losses seem echoed that much larger, that much deeper, that much more, almost impossible to bear. Yeah. Because we had that steady bass tone of, of grief of the whole world changing. Yeah. So to come into a place of hope as we go in to the future realizes we'll we'll still need to shed tears and still need to grieve the losses mm -hmm. that have come with this shift, this huge paradigm shift. Yeah. Wow. There's an image that has come into my mind as you've been talking of the moose rising from beneath the surface of the lake where the antlers rise up covered with all of the vegetation and the antlers then herald the majesty of the moose that rises oh, above wow. oh my goodness yeah and yep. that connection between those leading edges of how we respond to the word hope when someone else says it to us. Yes. And how we imagine the word hope when it appears in our own experience. I love your inclusion of the liminal space of walking into a patient's room when in entering that room, you cross this barrier where your experience of hope, and I wanna check this out, your experience of hope feels almost like it needs to be flexible for how they might be present in their pain. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because one person's hope is not another person's hope. And the best yeah. gift is to listen, you know, to where someone is. Yeah. And most times there are ways to connect with the hope. Mm -hmm. When you really listen, there is that gift of hearing hope within someone's story and then just helping them see it. So yeah. lifting it out and teasing it out and just say, hey, wait a second. Just like you just did with the moose story. That was beautiful. I love oh. that image. <laughs> well, you, boy, <laughs> you was a gift from you. Beautiful one at that. Wherever we happen to be standing right now in our life, it's a different place than where we were in January of 2021, while the pandemic still raged through the United States. And looking back on the past 16 months from this place, we grieve the losses of what the pandemic has taken from us, what we've lost that we might never get back. Having seen things that we can never unsee, we have learned things we can never unknow. And for a lot of us, we have to move on missing someone or something which we never thought we could live without. Each person has a right to grieve those losses, each in our own way, in our own time. And in the midst of all of that, these words, they just seem to echo. One person's hope is not another person's hope. Hope itself has a fluid nature. And because 
hope has that fluid nature. When we look back on the past 16 months, when we look out into the world, when we look anywhere and see suffering, that hope changes depending upon where we happen to be. All of this brought to mind a quote from the Talmud. It goes like this. Do not be daunted by the enormity of the world's grief. Do justly now. Love mercy now. Walk humbly now. You are not obligated to complete the work, but neither are you free to abandon it. There are some resources about this quote that are linked in the show notes. I encourage you to check them out. Whether this is your first visit here or you've been stopping by during the promotional peaks, welcome. Here's hoping you take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts or share this episode with a friend so other folks can find their way to my imaginary coffee shop. I'm always ready to share conversations with cool people, like you. So you can send a note to me via social media, there are links in the show notes, or by sending an email to Here's Hoping at GabrielJonesCoaching.com. Original music for Here's Hoping has been created and produced by Seth Jones. <laughs> Thank you, man. Artwork has been done by Ty Sorax. And regardless of where you happen to be sitting... No matter where you might be standing, here's hoping that your path unfolds smoothly before you. It has been so great to have you all here today. I'm so glad you stopped by. Don't worry about the dishes. No, really. Take care, y'all. Bye-bye.